Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Jamie Lee Curtis has been around forever. Done a ton of stuff. And uh, in the last few years, basically, she's just been selling yogurt to make you poop. TV ads. <laughs> and she says, I'm 64 years old. I've been an actress since I was 19. I made horror films and sold yogurt that makes you go poop. I never thought I'd hear my name at the Oscars. She is up for uh, an, an Oscar uh, this year, so good on her. Wow. Never know when it'll happen. Kelsey Grammer says all of his inheritance will go to his seven kids. I've heard other uh, celebrities. It was like Maria Osmond recently saying that her kids weren't getting anything. Okay. So they had to go work for themselves. Well, he says uh, it's his job. My kids are going to get their inheritance. He says uh, it's a job as a parent. That's what you do. His kids, so all seven of them, range in age from six to 39. How upset do you think the 39-year-old is to the six-year-old? <laughs> does it all get the same cut? Because Kelsey's no spring chicken. No. So chances are that kid's, you know, going to be like 21, 22, 23 and stinking rich. Right, yeah. Well, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations are out. Get ready to cringe for those of you who get so upset with it every time. There's 14 these are the nominees. Now, these aren't necessarily, they're not all going in. These are just the nominees, and then they'll break it down from there. Eight of them are first-time nominees. You've got Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, Joy Division and New Order, Cindy Lauper, George Michael, Willie Nelson, The White Stripes, and Warren Zevon. Right. The other six are Kate Bush, Iron Maiden, Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, The Spinners, and A Tribe Called Quest. So mm. let's just do a little count here. Uh, the White Stripes are rock. I would give them the rock title. Warren Zevon was a singer-songwriter, but of a, of a day considered a rock artist, I would guess. Iron Maiden, for sure. Rage, we'd call them a, a rock act, and Soundgarden as well, right? So you got one, two, three, four, five out of 14. Now... They narrow it down to, I think, like five. So if Iron Maiden, Rage, or Soundgarden don't get in, it like literally will be no kind of quote-unquote rock artists going in. Right. Yeah. The only problem is, like, like rock, like when, you, when you use the term rock and roll, originally you were talking about, like, Elvis and the Beatles. Yeah. Right? I mean, it has evolved. Yep. Through time. Well, we have a hard time getting our head wrapped around that. Right. And that's why the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame said what they said yesterday. It evolved from, you know, gospel and rhythm and blues. Right. And it is whatever the young culture, the young people are into today. Yeah. I mean, they really, yes, need to rename or redefine as just yeah. the, the music Hall of Fame. I mean, they have a songwriter's Hall of Fame. It's not a... Only country decides to have their own right. everything, right? Well, country has an award show every other week, yes. too. They can't stop patting themselves on the back. I will say this, too. I, I must admit, Warren Zevon is the reason I stopped watching award shows. Really? Because the year he passed away, mm. they gave him, like, posthumously, like, every award they could at, like, the... Right. They do that. Uh, you know, the, the American Music Awards or yeah. whatever. And outside of the Werewolves of London, mm. I couldn't name a Warren Zevon song. 
He's one of those guys, you know, in the world of comedy, you have a comics comic, maybe yeah. someone who... He's one of those guys. Musicians love him. Mm-hmm. Wrote a ton of stuff. I remember Letterman having him on just before he passed, and Letterman was a massive fan. So he's one of those... I will say this about Warren Zevon. He had a good sense of humor. Uh, in the... Um, uh, what was the television show? Larry Sanders. And Larry Sanders was a, a, a knockoff television show of David Letterman. Right. And Larry Sanders, played by uh, Gary Shandling... Uh, one of his guests on one particular episode was Warren Zevon. And so Warren Zevon says to him backstage, hey, uh, Larry, listen, whatever you do, don't ask me to sing Werewolves of London. I've, I've had enough of, of doing that song. <laughs> so Larry gets out there and he says, everybody, please, won't you welcome Warren Zevon. Warren comes out, everybody's applauding. He goes, listen, can you do me a favor? Sing Werewolves of London. <laughs> <laughs> and Warren looks at him like he wants to kill him. Uh, first year eligible acts that didn't make the cut. Because uh, if you don't know, you have to have uh, released your first album 25 years prior to the induction. Gotcha. So this is like 1998 or earlier right. now at this point. So others who didn't make the cut. Britney Spears, Muse, System of a Down, Lauren Hill, and Coldplay. Now, if anybody doesn't belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, (laughs) I'll take Britney Spears before I take Coldplay. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Tough day. Tough day for uh, Black Sabbath Aussie fans. Aussie is retiring. Uh Unless he pulls a Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Sharon says, I'm leaving you. (laughs) She said that too often already. Sharon says, we're done if you go back out on the road. Yeah. Uh, he's canceled his upcoming UK <laughs> tour with Judas Priest and retired from touring altogether. It's due to a spinal injury from four years ago. He says it's probably the hardest thing I've ever had to share with my loyal fans. My voice is fine. All right. Um, okay. You know, he's not everybody's cup of tea. He says, uh, however, after three operations, stem cell treatments, endless physical uh, physical therapy, and recent groundbreaking treatments, my body is still physically weak. I know I can't deal with travel. Uh, I never imagined my touring days would have ended this way. I want to thank my family, my band, my crew, my longtime friends, Judas Priest, of course, my fans for their endless dedication, loyalty, and support. And for giving me a life that I never, ever dreamed I would have. I love you all. So, Ozzy's done. Mm. So, Lucky, you're going to have to get your money back on this oh, ticket you okay. bought. How many of you are... Stealing Netflix or pawning it off of somebody else. Well, you're hooped because Netflix is sending their cops to come and arrest you. Shut you down. Right. Now, what are you going to do? I pay for my Netflix. You pay for your own. Yes, I do. Holy cow. In fact, my parents parents borrow off of me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a little bit of repayment. Anytime your dad brings up anything, you go, hey, hey. I don't I pick up the Netflix. I don't call them out on it very often. <laughs> um, yeah, but, and I guess so. This new system that they're putting in place is that they'll basically require you to set everything as a trusted device yes. everywhere you go. And we get a lot of that. Like even if you have certain email systems, you, know, you have to authenticate everywhere you are. My banking, does um, that. yeah, and and and, and the two factor systems yeah. or some sort of authentication that it's you that's using it uh, because they want to just be able to tie it to you or make it more annoying mm. for either other people to use it or for you to have other people using it yeah. all the time, right? 
when I go uh, to my banking and it wants the authorization, a lot of times if I'm doing my banking at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday or something, they'll say, oh, now we know why there's so little in your account. Why don't you go look for a job? What are you doing at home on your computer at 2 in the afternoon? Well, well, I mean, as long as it doesn't get like too crazy where I've got to answer all these skill testing questions all the time. Just to you know, watch some crap on Netflix. Yeah. What was your What was your grandmother's favorite breakfast? Yeah, I know. I had that, no uh, idea. These are all, it's so crazy picking these questions all the time. Yeah, and so, you know, I let's listen. Netflix has been suffering. I, mean, I think their profits were two billion in twenty twenty, mm. uh, five billion in twenty twenty one, and seven billion wow. last year. So you, you imagine can see why they in, need to crack down. If you had gone in early when they were just mailing out DVDs. Yeah. And you had gone in as an investor back then. You would have paid like maybe like five, six bucks a share. Yeah. And if, it's now three sixty. Wow. Like three hundred and sixty dollars yeah. a share. Oh, it's, it's um, crazy. I'd I'd buy in when it's back down to three dollars and sixty cents a share. But here's the thing like I pay for a Netflix account that allows me to use it on five devices. Right. So I pay extra for that account already mm. why the hell at that point what does it matter if you're like if you want to up the charge right which they've already done i think when i started it was 12 bucks it's almost 20 now yeah. so your profits are skyrocketing you've limited people to how many devices they could have it on or how much they could share it right right because that's what that was meant to crack down on as well. I can't share it with 10 friends anymore because I can only have five devices on at the same time. Right. So, uh, you know, and I've got three or four in my house, so I'm only sharing it with one. They've cracked down on that. Yeah, look, I don't, listen, it's a, it's a, it's a business. There, you know, no business is ever going to not try to find a way to make more money. I think they've been very nervous about upsetting people with this. But they finally just said, well, enough is enough because they've probably done the math. And look, for every one of you and me who's paying, I've got my youngest son who streams off of it, my kids who stream off of it. Everybody's got somebody taking it from them. So they realize they're losing a boatload of money, even if they've already made $700 million. My only response to that, though, is that almost everyone who has a Netflix account of their own yeah. originally stole it from someone. Right, like they were, they borrowed it first yeah. to try it out, yeah, and then they got their own, right? So, I, I mean, at one point, it was an advertising ploy for mm-hmm. them. This is how I started on Netflix. Someone said, "Oh, you got to check this out. Mm. You use my code for a month," and I and I did, and you were hooked, and, and it was great. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it they do have to worry about a fine line here of of annoying those who are paying mm. and regular. Uh, self-serving customers, I guess, uh, and protecting themselves and their right. profits. Right. Because I, I got to tell you, if, if this becomes a two-factor every time that someone wants to log into this or, you know, my son goes on to it, I go to the cottage mm. and I've got a two-factor every time uh, I travel and use Netflix. It's on my, my tablet for the most part. Mm. But if I've got a two-factor every time I'm going on to Netflix, at some point I might just say, screw it. It's not worth it. Okay, it's well, annoying. First of all, Let's let's stop with that. While I'm traveling, I'm watching Netflix. You're a married man. When you're in a hotel room, you're not watching Netflix. We know exactly what you're you can't watching. Watch that the whole time. Yes, you can. <laughs> Does your pet distract you from the lovemaking if the pet sleeps in your room? Uh, it can. <laughs> Can get in the way. Looked over mid romp, and he's 
you connect eyes? Uh, <laughs> and he looks like he's saying to you, what are you doing to mummy? Uh, there's, there's been times <laughs> with, <laughs> where, like, you, you we're trying. <laughs> That's well, oh, and I say we, me. <laughs> uh, and, and he just gets tired of it. Like, like he, he wants to go to bed. And Even he's up he's, in our bed, yeah. and he'll just like, like, oh, forget it, I'm jumping down. Like, I can't. <laughs> Can't take all the, the leg roaming around here. Even even he turns to Adrian and says, oh, just give in. Right. Let him have some. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> Maybe they're, they're on the same page in this whole thing. <laughs> well, a quarter of pet owners say they do allow their pet to stay in the room uh, when they're trying to get it on. But many admit it, it becomes a distraction. Oh, I yeah. I remember when we had Murphy and he'd sleep at the end of our bed. And, yeah, I was always afraid of kicking him off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Coop can jump down, so he'll sometimes he'll just jump down. <laughs> he doesn't God, want to forget see, it. He doesn't want to see any of that. <laughs> Many say they stopped the fun mid-session due to their pet's increasingly unchill presence. Right? Yeah, that's what you don't want. You don't want to be right there in the middle, and he decides to hop in and try to join in on yeah. the fun. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you haven't licked my ear before like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Most uh, most pet parents say they take some form of action to keep their pet occupied or force them out of the bedroom when the mood strikes. That's probably a better option. Although, that's a real distraction, too, when the dog's just at the door moaning, whimpering, and scratching. <laughs> Let me back in. Let me back in. We'll be done in a minute. Well, we uh, got this news just as we were wrapping up yesterday, and it was all the talk on uh, sports radio and television and Tom Brady has said, I'm done for sure this time. Right. Called it a career. Giselle, while humping a jiu-jitsu trainer <laughs> and riding a horse, said, <laughs> I wish you wonderful things. <laughs> I'm having wonderful things right now. <laughs> Somewhere the children are being watched by Venezuelan nannies. Right. Anyhow, this guy, I, look, it, I understand it was his whole life, and he was Tom Flippin' Brady. But, boy, you might have been a great quarterback, but you don't think things out very well, dude. I mean, it, it just is ridiculous. There was more going on in those deflated balls he had with the Patriots <laughs> than what's going on in that helmet he walks around in and on his shoulders. Uh, a lifetime of concussions may lead to some questionable decisions. But, yeah. listen, that being said, I, I do think there was problems in that marriage mm. beyond just his desire to play football. Yeah, it must have been a real struggle for the two of them. <laughs> well, I mean, you said before, maybe it was a quote from someone else, but, you know, no matter how beautiful they are, somewhere someone else is tired of it. Yeah, no, it's very true. I think I got that from literally, I think it was Scott Baio. <laughs> I take all my advice <laughs> right. from Scott Baio. Because um, in his day, he dated a lot of, uh, you know, the, the lovely ladies of Hollywood. One of might might have been, I think, one of the first to uh, dance with uh, Pam Anderson when mm -hmm. she arrived out of Vancouver. Anyhow, yeah, he's done. Now, what does he go on to? I mean, he's got his uh, what is it, TB twelve or whatever yeah. the company is he has. I mean, there's that, of course. I'm sure he doesn't have to get a part time job. No, I don't know what he's eligible for. At best, maybe a mall cop. Right. <laughs> uh, so, in the football industry, management, right. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think it'll be coaching, but yeah, he I, he could go into to management if he if he wanted to, mm. or he can just <laughs> do. He could go into the booth. Yeah, 
right? If I he, don't think if, he's got it. If he's got the personality for it, I, I don't know. I he can't seems see. like such a stiff. But then again, I didn't see Tony Romo doing that either, and, right. and he, he's worked out pretty well at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you never know. You know, it's it's he he goes down as one of the, if not the greatest quarterbacks probably. of all time. Yeah, probably. Right? Yeah. And he's not the first athlete to hang on past his expiry date, right? Or best before date, mm-hmm. at least. You know, Gretzky. <laughs> did he need to go to New York? Uh, you know, did he need to go to St. Louis? Some of, some of the moves that he made, you know, likely were probably to help the game more than. Just uh, for his own personal sense. Yeah. You know, Brady wanted to see, and he needed to, and what made him officially the GOAT was to get out from under Belichick and win. Right. Right. And and being able to do that cement, cemented his legacy. Did he need to go on another season? No, obviously, if you're the outside looking in. But for him, I mean, you got to remember, these guys, that's all they know. Like from the time, like Gretzky said it when he retired, he, like the first day not in skates in, in like 30 something years for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for Tom Brady, since he was probably about four years old in Pop Warner football, that's all he's ever thought about was football. Yeah, and listen, but Wayne Gretzky didn't uh, blow up his family. It's not like Janet, Paulina, and Toby, or whatever the kid's name is. <laughs> Bailed out of the house over it. I mean, you know, he, I think the likes of Wayne Gretzky and others, if Janet had said, look, it's either hockey or me. You can't know that, right? No, you can't know that. You can't know that, you know, that she would have said that. I mean, listen, I'm sure she was happy in Manhattan. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Maybe it was just different for Giselle. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, and did she say it's, if it's, it's, it's football or me? And he decided that. Or was it already. They were splitting, and, you know, this is just something he used to to distract him from Yeah, perhaps. I mean, look, it's football or me. It seemed a bit extreme at the time because, really, what is the football season? Four months? Right. Five months with the Super Bowl and such? Uh, Yeah, okay, he's training in the offseason and doing things, but I'm sure... He had time for her and the kids. Right. I mean, I'm no math, uh, math uh, magician here, but I, I think at a 12 months a year, he had like nine or ten of them available to keep her occupied. It's interesting that we put it all on him. Who knows if it could have been her. Maybe he said to her, it's, it's me or jujitsu. <laughs> then she's on a beach in a rear naked choke. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was the other way around. Yesterday, seeing that footage of the car going through uh, the Vaughn Mills Mall reminded me of uh, the Blues Brothers with uh, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd when they had the big police chase through the mall. And it's amazing when you see the footage because the car, the Audi, which I was even shocked they were using such a nice vehicle. I thought maybe you're going in with an old pickup truck or something. Well, they stole it. It wasn't theirs. Was that stolen as well? Okay, that makes sense. Anyhow, when you see the video, they kind of slow up. As they get to the door, and it doesn't look like they hammer it too hard. Like, it, it just, fl- I'm sure they did. But from the video, it doesn't look like it took much well, power I mean, to take it, down those doors. It's just those sliding doors, yeah. right? A glass. Yeah. It, it, it wouldn't take that much to get through it. I found it interesting that they managed to avoid everything inside. Right. right? Like, yeah. And, and the width of those walking lanes through Vaughn Mills. I mean, I know it's big, but when yeah. it's full of people, you don't realize exactly how wide it is yeah. that you can drive cars down it and, and it was, be fine. There was kind of a side of me 
I thought that'd be fun. <laughs> yes. And I, and I started thinking, what stores would I stop at? Right. Like, what would I want? Mm. Get them all to yourself and you're driving around in it. Well, and, and it's funny because I don't think I've ever noticed before this, but every now and then you'll get to a, a mall or a store and they've got those big, like, concrete pilings yes. in front of it. Yes. Right. A lot of, like, you know, Walmarts or, you know, you go to Target in the States. Best to get Buy those has them. Yeah, Best Buy has those too. And you realize now why those are yeah, there. It's a smart move. They'll be coming to the Vaughn Mills Mall, <laughs> I would think, very soon. But anyhow, I, and I also thought, like, what was going on in their mind? Like, they must have thought... We can't believe we're doing this. <laughs> this is crazy. Let's stop at the food court. I'm hungry. Rock mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.